to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. On Yahoo Sports Radio. I want winners. Hey guys, speaking of winners, uh, before we get to our next guest, I'd like to acknowledge and congratulate the Buffalo Bills on hiring the first full-time female assistant coach. I know you know we had Jen Welter on earlier this year, and she was a part-time training camp assistant. The Arizona Cardinals hired, who opened the door for Catherine Smith, who is now a special teams quality control coach with the Buffalo Bills. So anyway, congratulations, Buffalo. Our next guest knows something about the Buffalo Bills. He knows something about Peyton Manning. He knows a lot about the Hall of Fame. That's because Bill Polian, former GM of the Colts and the Bills and the Panthers, is in the Hall of Fame. He was one of the best talent evaluators anywhere in any era, which is one of the many reasons he was a six-time NFL Executive of the Year and one of two GMs chosen for the Hall's first contributor class. Bill, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Glad to be with you. Bill, I, I mentioned a few people know personnel as well as you, and if you do. So we want to get your opinion on this year's Hall of Fame class, and that's the class of 2016. First things first, I think we have one slam dunk. We've all acknowledged that in Brett Favre. But then we believe, at least as a group, you've got three front runners. Kevin Green is in that group. Marvin Harrison is in that group. And Orlando Pace is in that group. And again, I'm not speaking for the board of selectors, just speaking for this group here. And the fifth modern era spot we think is wide open. Is that how you would see this thing? Yes. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, <laughs> I was about to say great minds think alike, but I'm not in your league. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly how I see it. And and despite the fact that two of those guys are my guys, uh, I think it's pretty obvious that they deserve induction, and uh, and it's their time. And so that leaves uh, one spot that. Uh, well, let me back up. They really those three players were at least in their time in the league the preeminent players at their position. Well, Kevin Green rushed from a down position at 4-3 defensive end with the Rams, uh, went to the Steelers, became an outside linebacker, went to the Panthers, and, and, and propelled us into the AFC Championship game in our, in our second year of existence. His sack numbers are outstanding. His leadership is as a role model, as a as a performer at every level, was outstanding to me. You know, he's a slam dunk. Marvin Harrison, you can probably capsulize it in two sentences. Other than Jerry Rice, there is no receiver in the history of the game who has put up the kind of numbers that Marvin Harrison has put up in virtually every category. The only one I, I believe you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, where he's not second is in in in, in yards per catch. Everything else, he's he's second to Jerry Rice, and he and Peyton Manning formed the most uh, productive duo in the history of the game. So that one's, a, that one's a slam dunk, in my view. And Orlando Pace uh, was, maybe still is, the gold standard for left tackles from the time he came into the league. And, and I, I still think till today, I, I've never seen anybody better than him at, you know, during my time in the league. So uh, there he is. I don't think anybody's going to argue about Orlando Pace. He's the big O for a reason, not only because of his name, but because he shut out defensive ends. There was nobody like him. Hey, Bill, who's your favorite for the fifth spot? Oh, boy. Well, you know, this is where it really gets dicey. I've got a bias for Tony Dungy for a, a number of reasons. Took the Colts to the Super Bowl. His career record is up there among the best of all time. 
win percentage essentially built the team that uh, that that Gruden uh, won with in Tampa, and, and so you know if you want to count that as one and a half Super Bowls, I do. Um, the first African American coach to win a Super Bowl, I think that has to count for something. And the fact that uh, you know he's now the conscience of the NFL, I think he succeeded Wellington Mara as the conscience of the NFL. Not only the conscience, but the person who everyone reaches out to. Uh, when, when there's difficulty. So that, I think, counts for something as well. And, uh, and, and you know, he's, he's, people say, you know, he's a credit to the game. Tony Dungy made the game better on virtually every front. But, but admittedly, I'm biased. And, and there's lots of others in that group who, who deserve consideration. Anybody that makes it to the final 15, I mean, it, it, it's pretty hard not to say that they're, they're not worthy. Um, it's only a question of, of when, uh, because they've, they've made a mark on the game. Um, I've often believed that, uh, P- I guess it's Peter King's quote. If I'm wrong on that, please correct me, and, and I apologize. But I heard him once say, if you, can write, if you can write the history of the NFL without this person, then he's not a Hall of Famer. If, if, you, can write, if you can't write the history of the NFL without him, then he is a Hall of Famer. And in Tony Dungy's case, that, that's really obvious. And Bill, here, here's what bothers me. Almost 51% of everyone is trying to Canton played offense. In 2016, once again, we have an offensive heavy slate. There are 12 candidates who played offense, three on defense. So the gap will continue to widen. Should defense be held in such low regard in the halls of Canton? No, and I think that that worm will turn um, in, in time, Rick. You know, first of all, offense is easy to measure because of the statistics. As defensive metrics get better, Kevin Green is an obvious point there because now you can measure sacks. That will be a part of it. But I think it's just, you know, there are more defensive players now who are making an impact probably than ever before. Keekley comes to mind. Uh, Von Miller comes to mind. Marcus Ware comes to mind. I mean, those are the those guys are the engines that that, that drive their respective teams. So I think that I think as time goes by, more and more defensive players will get in. But in Kevin's case, I mean, to me, it's that's a no-brainer. Hey, Bill, um, and we're speaking with Hall of Fame executive Bill Pullian on the Talk of Fame Network. Bill, here's another number for you: almost 69 percent of everyone enshrined in Canton has a championship ring. That seems to stack the deck against guys like Kevin Green, Morton Anderson, even Edron James, even Edge. Is it fair to think that you can only be a great player if you played for a championship team? No, absolutely not. And, and, you know, when you say championship team, you talk about a Super Bowl winning team. That's right. There are are only 49 of those. If that's the standard, then that's what the board of selectors should publish and then eliminate everyone else. I don't believe it should be the standard. In fact, I would argue vehemently that it shouldn't. I don't know any other Hall of Fame in any sport that makes that the standard. Exemplary performance such as uh, that of Tom Brady or, or, or Peyton Manning, uh, you know, includes Super Bowl championships. That's fine. But if neither one had ever won a championship and put up the numbers that they did and lost every, every Super Bowl they were in, uh, would that change anything? The answer is no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Bill, I didn't get a chance to ask you that T.O. question, which I really, because I, I know I talked to you there about it. Boy, I was in a raging debate today on a New York stage, and I told Goose about this, and these guys were saying, he's a slam dunk. I said, he's no slam dunk. 
and then they were asking why, and they said, give us five receivers who are better than him. I said, well, let me just start with Hudson, Rice, Lance Allworth, Paul Warfield, and the guy says, the, the host says, Paul Warfield, now we're getting down to the ridiculous, please. Are you kidding uh, me, that, Paul? Just... In the Hall of Fame, I, I got a very simple answer for you. The Hall of Fame ought to be for people who've made their teams better. Right. Not who disrupted their teams right. and made them worse. Hey, hey Bill, we're, we're out of uh, time, unfortunately, but um, thanks for joining us, as always. And, and we're going to check in with you next week on that Carolina-Denver Super Bowl to see just where your allegiance is. So thank you very much, Bill. <laughs> thank you. That was Hall of Famer Bill Polian. Up next, we'll sit down with Fred Belendikoff and get his thoughts on Hall of Fame candidate Ken Stabler. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com.